Radio Menea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez. And I'm Vero Valletti Flores. And we are two Latinx friends with widely different music tastes. And each week we bring you music from the Latinx artists that we love. And this week we have a Meneito for you, the last one. The last Meneito. <laughs> Cue the funeral bells? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a sample. Dun, 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 dun. Yep, it's the last one, y'all. But don't worry, um, we're not going back to like bi-weekly format or anything like that. We're still going to be, be coming to weekly, but we are changing things up. We are going to be redesigning our format, um, and we're not ready to release all the details of that yet. But we do know that we're not going to be doing these little short, shorty episodes anymore. So this is our last yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just we're moving on up we're doing bigger things and we just have some other ideas so mm -hmm. stay tuned mm -hmm. yeah exactly exactly it's been fun to just bring you music that we're listening to but we um yeah we're gonna try some different things and um yeah we're excited to to let you know we're about to be three we're about to be three Whoa. years old we're gonna be three nagers as podcasts like we're like podcast el elders at this i point. feel like it especially among the like latinx cohort for sure so this little episode is just going to be we're actually doing four songs because something it felt wrong for some reason to like not have it be equal for our last many though so it'll be a little bit longer maybe but we each just bring brought two songs um that we were jamming on now that we wanted to bring for the last many so like whatever we wanted so this first one that we are listening to is called shorty shorty and it's by extreme jam for sure um so i think i've said on the show that i i keep like a long playlist it's like over 100 songs now of just stuff that i want to bring to riley manea um and so i was just looking so through do that. you take off the stuff that you've already brought yeah 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 yep got it exactly but yeah so it's a lot of me it's basically anytime i listen to something good or hear something on the radio or whatever i just add it to that list um so I was just scrolling through. I was like, all right, so last minute, what are sort of like the randoms that I want to bring <laughs> that maybe I won't get to bring in the future? And this was one of them. I mean, I love bachata, obviously. Duh. So it's bachata. And it's also just kind of like, it was a hit. Do you remember the song? It's from 2006. I do remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it was a hit. And it's like yeah. a little cheesy, but like in a cute way, you know, <laughs> talking to the shorty on the block. Um, and this actually, this made me think of our friends at Bag Ladies, because these these two guys are Dominicans from the Bronx. I'm sure they know this song. Hey, um, shout out yeah. to BX. Shout out to Bag Ladies. Actually, a shout out, if you're going to be in New York on Monday after this episode airs, 
there's a live show that Veto and I are actually going to go attend. So come to the live show and see bag ladies and hang out with us. Um, yes, Monday the 28th at the Green yeah. Space. We'll put a link in the show notes if y'all want to get tickets. They're great. And if you haven't listened to our crossover with them, we released it at the beginning of January, and it was also a really fun conversation. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, these two um, very, I just feel like it's very Dominican Bronx, you know, just the vibes coming from this song. Um, oh, and yeah. I like it. It's catchy. It's a little repetitive, but that makes it catchy. And it's got the bachata beat that I like. So, what's not to love? What's not to love? This is a Betis winner. <laughs> yes. Classic. So, yeah, we're really excited about redesigning our format, and we actually want some feedback from you all to help inform um, the choices we make and, like, what dis- direction we go in. We would just love to hear a little bit from you all about what you like, what you don't like, what, what types of episodes and themes are your favorites. Um, so I put together, like, a really short survey. I promise it will take you, like, probably six minutes. It's all multiple choice. And no questions are required, so, like, skip whatever you want. Like, even if you answer one question, it's still helpful to us. Um, so the link is in the show notes. And we would love, love, love if you could, like, take a few minutes right now and answer the survey because we're going to be kind of getting together in the ne- next week to um, talk about kind of our redesign. And we would love to have your opinions as our lovely, beautiful, dedicated, loyal listeners. And um, mm-hmm. as a thank you, if you want, we'll mail you a Riley Manea sticker for free. So there's the last question is, like, your mailing address. And don't worry, we won't take any of your feedback personally, but we will send you a sticker if you want as a thank you for giving us a little feedback. Yeah, so please do it. We'll send you the stickers, and um, it'll help us out a lot. You know, we have some plans. We have ideas. um, But it's just useful to know what y'all like. Yeah. Maybe you're sitting there with, like, the greatest idea for what we could do. So, yeah, we want to hear from you and not just, like, make assumptions based on which episodes have the most listens, (laughs) which it's helpful information, but it's not the only feedback we wanted. So take a look at the show notes and give us a few minutes of feedback. We want to know what you want to hear from us. My first pick is sort of a sad pick. Um, It's a song by an artist who um, really sadly um, earlier this month was murdered. He was an openly queer Latin trap artist, the first, the only really. Um, And I just wanted to bring a song to honor him and his work. His name is Kevin Fret. And his song that I'm bringing is called Soy Así. Por más que me quieran odiar es que soy así. Gucci, Jacob, Prada, Torre, es que he visto así. Tengo la Gucci, alma y están puestas pa' bla, bla, bla. Me he visto, me maquillo y lo confundí. Por más que me quieran odiar es que soy así. Gucci, Jacob, Prada, Torre, es que he visto así. Tengo la Gucci alma y están puestas pa' bla, bla, bla. Me he visto, me maquillo y lo confundí. Si bien acá pierde mi flow, entonces págame los royalties. Aquí nada es de gratis, ni mis chupones son de free. Dice no ser mi fanática, bitch, please. Y a la mosquita muerta solo se le echa Tengo rifle, no te me escondas. La baby mía andando a cocorta. Llegamos a la disco y la cerramos. Los puteros los explotamos en chavo. Tu jevo lo tengo aquí mirando. Cuidado que esto no lo esté dudando. Cuidado que no le esté gustando. No le di el número y me está llamando. No me fronte que yo tengo poder aquí a los griselda. 
Yo soy la puta bichuta de esta cabrona selva La reencarnación de Frida Kahlo Pésame los pies que soy la grandeza Mejor que tu mujer, mejor que tu marido So, Kevin Fred was um, really brutally, violently murdered. He was like on a motorcycle and he was shot. Um, and I think that, um, you know, we don't know details exactly yet and I'm not sure that we ever will, but, um, you know, from his, like the, the social media postings from his siblings, like I think a lot of people are speculating that it was like a really, like a hate related crime. Um, and just like in terms of the, um, the larger context of violence in Puerto Rico, there's been like just a ton of murders already in 2019. And obviously we're still only in January. Right. Um, and so there's been just this rash of violence, which I think is obviously connected to the really precarious economic and social situation that's, uh, that people in Puerto Rico are experiencing right now right. in the sense of um, Maria, which is a tragedy on top of another tragedy, which was the tragedy of like the economic collapse um, at the hands of global economic powers, right? So mm -hmm. Puerto Rico is really, really going through it right now. Right. And that's, you know, just breeding grounds for really violent conditions. Um, always, right? And Kevin Frett was um, uh, this trap artist who was, you know, he was super femme. He wore makeup and, you know, big fake eyelashes and sparkly mm -hmm. crop tops and like, just was really, really out there, really um, flouting just any status quo type of masculinity shit that mm -hmm. um, that you might expect anywhere. Um, and he was just really unafraid, right? And um, and really putting in a lot of work and a lot of and having a moderate amount of success um, in a genre right. that's known for a kind of masculinity that's not yeah. always very welcome yeah. um, or hasn't historically been very welcome to people like him. Um, not, you know, first of all, queer folks, but second of all, like gender nonconforming queer mm -hmm. folks, right? Like, right. you know, like... Um, men who present femme are really ex especially highly unwelcome right and and it's just it's really sad i'm honestly really sad that i didn't know who kevin fret was before his death yeah. i had never heard of him until um i heard about his death and i was really sad about that um and um and he this i love this song he has this other song with this other trap artist mike duran who i have to say um i as far as i know was the only latin trap artist who posted anything about his death right um and you know mike duran isn't openly gay at least right, right. he they, they had a collaboration and um you know it was like normal and chill and they're just like we're you know like we're different and and um it was a really good song i thought yeah uh, but he's the yeah. only dude the only the only latin trap artist that i know of that posted about his death and it's really really disappointing i was honestly um I was fairly disappointed in Bad Bunny, actually, yeah. um, because yeah. he never said anything about him by name. Right. Um, and Did he say anything that implied it? Well, he, um, 
he, so you, did you hear about how Bad Bunny and Residente showed up to the governor's mansion? Yeah, I did hear about that. Yep. So that was the day after Kevin Frett's death, right? Mm-hmm. And they showed up to talk about the rash of violence. And it's like, this is our problem now. Right. And so I think that it sort of implied that, like somebody in the their genre, in like the, the music industry had been shot. And it's like, this is a rash of violence that is unacceptable for the people of Puerto Rico. And we're here to talk about the governor. So I think right. that... I mean, honestly, I feel like it's sort of implied. It was sort of implied, but they never said his name, right? Like, they had this whole, like, six-hour live trying to get into the governor's office, and I watched most of it, and maybe, like, when I stopped watching, I th- he said it later, but right. I, you know, like, from other people's reported pieces, I didn't hear anything. Right. Um from from him and you know it's like in particular with bad bunny just because like his aesthetic really borrows i feel like from queer culture yeah for sure um his i mean he i don't know if he's just not out and queer but right. he talks about i mean he act, he like talks about himself as a straight man and he's actually reacted not great when right. people have called him queer right, like really like asserting about, right we didn't talk about that on the bad bunny episode but Yeah, it got Zita. I learned about it on the um, popcast episode about the Bad Bunny album with a bunch of like people we've had on the show before, and they were talking about this history around. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that he deleted his Twitter after after his nail polish incident, and when he couldn't get a manicure, when he couldn't get a manicure, right? And then and then he was like, people were like, oh, it's because you're gay, and like the way that he responded was like not great, right? But like then, like today, for example. He tweeted, homophobia a estas alturas, que vergüenza, loco. You know, mm. like, so, okay. I mean, I think he's that he, a, like. a process. Yeah, he's in a process, right? I think that he has some internalized shit, and I think that he recognizes that it's fucked up, and, like, I don't know. Like, he's in a process, right? But, like, I just, I wish that they had said his name, you know? Yeah. And I wish that they could just be like, en paz descanse nuestro colega. Right. You know, like right. it's right. really just not that deep. And I like, I feel like having somebody of like, like the level that Bad Bunny is to be like, to recognize him as an artist that was trying to do something would just like open up both people that are in the movement already that are, that are queer and that like, haven't been able to be open about it and then also just like allow for other queer femi boys or like trans kids or whatever people who like are fucking with a gender binary in any way to come in and be like this space is uh one that's open to me because of somebody like Kevin Fret and because somebody that's like at the top of his game like Bad Bunny is like being like you used to have a space here like you deserved this space right and we you know I don't need bad bunny to open up that space like people will make the space right like and I have every belief in like queer and trans youth to find that right like we always have um but it's just I I just I'm disappointed in it right like I feel like Bad Bunny and Residente have this giant platform and like a lot of followers who could probably stand to grow a lot. Yeah. And I really wish that they had said his name. But um, so for that reason, I just like, I wanted to, to make sure that we brought him to the podcast mm-hmm. and yeah. like that you, 
you know, hear about him, that you listen to his music. It's not also just like because like, oh, I'm sad he died. Like it's actually bops, you know, like it's like good. The song is really good. And I mean, very much hits on a lot of what we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's very unapologetically being himself and like being in his gender and in his body and um, talking back to obviously what he was facing in terms of just like homophobia and transphobia and bullshit. Yeah, y'all got to watch the video. When you watch the show, when you go to the show notes, like, watch the video video. because it's awesome. He's gorgeous and just look at, yeah, beautiful (laughs) outfit, great styling, just amazing. Like, I just think it's like, yes, Latin Trap could be this, right? Right. Like, but it's, why why can't it be this? It's got to be this, right? Right. Yeah, there's just so much legitimate fear from violence that people face particularly yeah. uh, the gender yeah. conforming piece of it yeah yeah so i appreciate i feel like there's like gestures that like bad bunny has made right um but i feel like i just wish he had said his name and yeah. i don't know maybe maybe i'm missing something but like i like right. keep looking at his shit and it's like where where is it? where's his it? name i'm waiting for it yeah yeah but we're saying his name. Yeah. is Kevin Fred. I really, I really hope that there's like people, you know, like he, he's already done so much. He's already opened up the space for other people to, um, to walk this path and take it further and, and hopefully, um, are much longer lived. So real. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this. Yeah. I was also not familiar with his work until I saw, yeah, the stuff on Instagram about his death. Yeah. Which is sad how that works sometimes that people don't get notoriety until they I know something it's really tragic sad. happens, you know? Really sad. Yeah, but hopefully that will change. Hey y'all, this is Perez here. I'm recording a little post production note because um after we recorded this conversation, a bunch of other things came out around the situation with Kevin Fred and some of the other, you know, rappers that Veto was referring to, kind of not saying anything about his death. Um, I'm going to put some links in the show notes so you can read the really good reporting from Remescla about the situation, but the short version is, um, Osuna is alleging that Kevin kind of blackmailed and extorted him around a video of him, um, having sex as a minor and the kind of the contents of that video and whether or not it include like kind of gay sex is unclear. Um, but basically that's what Osuna is saying happened and and some of the articles imply that there are other people who are also potentially being blackmailed by Kevin. So um, that might be some of the context that's shaping the silence that Veto was talking about. Um, and obviously, you know, it's not like blackmail is not okay. Um, there's so much about that potential truth that's really complicated, but also the reality is still that Kevin should be alive and that his death um, is a tragedy. So all of those things are true, um, but we just wanted to kind of add that context into this conversation in case folks have been following it. And um, again, check out the show notes for more details about it. But, you know, what is clear is that homophobia is still such a huge issue in lots of places, but especially in this kind of arena of Latino music and um, that, you know, it's a tragedy that Kevin was murdered. So thanks so much for listening of course and now we'll head back to our episode okay um what do you got for us next yeah changing gears again because that's what we do i have a song by basilos and it's called por hacerme el bueno
Yo me quedé con su cara, me quedé con su alegría Me fumé sus palabras y ella se robó las mías Me perdí en el silencio recordando nuestro día Y a la mañana siguiente descubrí que la quería Y créalo this like Latin pop group for like 10 plus years um, <laughs> and this song is exciting because this is like their comeback this is their first single they they like officially broke up in 2007 I started listening to them in like 2005 I think when I was living in Ecuador is when I first heard them and I just really like their sound they also can tend to be political sometimes they're like a very pan Latin group from Miami they all met at the University of Miami which I think is cute because I it's like the university and like my Miami in some ways feels like my hometown, even though I didn't grow up there, but I spent a ton of time there with family, like summers and holidays. Mm -hmm, and the University mm -hmm. of Miami just feels very like local in that way to me. Um, so yeah, they met at the University of Miami. One of them is from Colombia, one of them is Brazilian, one is Puerto Rican. Um, and they had, a, they had a pretty good run um, back in the early 2000s, um, had some decent hits and were pretty well known. And then they broke up in 2007. And then now two years ago in 2017, they came back and this was the first song they released um, when, as like part of their reunion. And then they actually came out with a whole album um, in, I think, 2018, early 2018. Got but it. yeah, I just really like their sound. I like the instrumentation. Um, I think it's like pop, but it feels like it has depth. You know, it's not really like, doesn't feel superficial to me. Like the lyrics, the mm. musicality of it, like I feel like it has more substance, um, but it is still like Latin pop. And yeah, like there's a lot of storytelling in their songs, especially the stuff from the um, the 2000s. Like, yeah, every song told a story. I remember one song that sticks out in me is like a story of an apartment building, you know? Like, it's just very narrative, um, which I like. So it was this was one of the ones that's been on my list since like March of last year, and I'm meaning to bring it. So I thought nice. this mini though was the time. Nice. Do you have any feelings about Basilos? We brought them before, but it's been a while. I brought yeah, them before. Yeah, um, I, I feel like there's some songs that are that like, like that Cara Luna song. I remember very, very like yeah. it's very tied to like memories of like you know like being in certain places at certain times. This is, it was on the radio, mm -hmm. literally all the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so like I have like sort of a warm feeling for that. Basilos, I think that they are. They're very like pan Latin, very yeah. like. Yes, it's very Miami sound. Mm -hmm. It's like, where's yeah. this from now? Like, right. Miami, yeah, it's like a new country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, they're a little bit like more poppy than I generally tend to listen to, but, but yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole album of theirs. So, you know, and this song feels very them. Like, I didn't. I had to look at it to be like, oh, this is the new thing. You know, it doesn't actually sound very different to me. So. I'm curious yeah. to see if they've, like, evolved their sound. I mean, I like their sound, so it's, like, they don't have to evolve. But, like, you know, 
you break up for 10 years, you want, you know, you imagine that some things have changed and maybe they just like went and had kids or something like, inside, right? <laughs> right, what they've been doing right. with their lives. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm I want to check out the album and, and hear more of what they put out and see like what in what direction they've gone. But I do think you, you make a point about Miami that it's like almost at this point become its own sound and its own like geography because it's just such a yeah absolutely a powerhouse and sort of like the latinx diaspora and it's not honestly i feel like miami is the capital of latin america (laughs) yeah it feels like that sometimes right especially when you think about wealth because like so many people with wealth from latin america like go to miami when they go to miami home countries or they like stay and they kind of go back and forth um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean miami used to be so cuban and now it's really like very very diverse in terms of people from all over Latin America but like when the Cubans like when my family got there they were like they were the first like it was super white it's really interesting and there was like a lot of discrimination actually against Cubans in the 60s when they got to Miami like my mom will tell me there were signs outside businesses that said um no dogs no Jews no Cubans like think about like super racist Miami and like anti-Semitic Miami. And now Miami is like dominated by Jews and Latinos, you know, (laughs) sorry, y'all you lost on that one. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, I mean, the early right. Like, sorry. (laughs) So anyway, but now Miami, it's Mm -hmm. like, you know, Cubans still are like a significant percentage, but people from everywhere across Latin America are really in Miami. So I do think it is, it's going to have its own sound. There's like a very distinctive mm-hmm. Miami accent that's like been like studied by linguists, <laughs> like a Miami English accent. Wow. Yeah. Like there's a very specific way Love. of speaking English from Miami that I was always super jealous of as a kid because I wanted to sound like my cousins and whatever. And like I have friends like Ellie, <laughs> you know, who helped us with the podcast. She has a very strong to me, like Miami English accent. And it like makes me really jealous. <laughs> but it's actually been studied like linguistically. It's like a very unique phenomenon. Anyway, so Miami's a special place. <clears throat> Super special. Yeah. Okay, what's your last your last ever song for a Meneito song? My last ever song for a Meneito <laughs> is um, a Cuban artist. Um, I don't remember how I came across yeah. it. Like, I think somebody that I follow was like, this is on the radio right now in Cuba, and I can't remember mm. who it is. Shout out you, whoever you are. Yeah, wasn't me. Um, but... Um, it's called Sima Funk and it's called Me Voy. Si tu quieres yo me voy contigo. Dile. Ya se acabó la fiesta. En la calle no hay nada. Pero tú estás pa' cosa y yo no estoy pa' drama. Vamos a ponernos de acuerdo. Los dos queremos lo mismo. Yo puedo seguir pa' mi casa o puedo coger terrible. Dime que tú quieras ser pa' yo saber que voy a hacer pa' bla 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 no tengo Ya me está cayendo la impaciencia, no da sombrecita, suelta el coro del momento. Me voy pa' mi casa. Yo voy pa' la tuya Si tú me llamas Pa' que te yo voy Mamá, si tú quieres Yo voy pa' la tuya Si tú lo quieres Yo te lo doy Pátate chuco chuco Tremenda 
era la tuya Si yo no te di la confianza Llegas haciéndote la pilla Y cuando yo ataco te espantas Estoy pa' formarte desorden Y tú estás en la bobería Mira muchachita responde Que estoy pa' tu casa la mía I, first of all, I love this. Mm-hmm. I really, really think it's just like very fun and tropical and exactly what I need. And especially because it's been like straight up a brick ass in New York. Like today it's a little bit warmer. Today it's like in the 30s. If you yeah. can imagine th- what that means, yeah. it's a little bit warmer and it's in the 30s. Polar vortex. It has been like <clears throat> single degrees, like not enough fucking yeah. degrees. In DC too. You know? And even North Carolina, it was really cold. I was just there. Yeah. Yeah, it is just unacceptable levels of cold. And this music is, um, I feel like, helps keep me warm. I feel like I've got, like, I repotted all of my plants Mm. and, like, surrounded one of my room with, like, all of my plants that, like, needed repotting everywhere, including a plant that... Um, that Favi Fav helped me get from, from, there was like a plant in the museum closet oh, cool. where he was doing an installation. And I was like, whoa, that plant is thriving. It has no light. I need more low light plants. But anyway, it's doing, it, it's doing great. And I just repotted all my things and I feel much, um, much warmer, both with this music and with my plants nice. and just doing all of my things to make, sh- to, to like remind me that like life outside of the tundra exists mm. yeah winter is not here forever we're not on no game of thrones no exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> and yeah we're not on game of thrones thank god, oh god. No, no thank you <laughs> i've even watched it and i know i don't want it <laughs> <laughs> anyway that all that sucks but sima funk yeah. is just all tropical this video, wonderful vibes this video is beautiful like all the outfits Yes, it's so beautiful. And this is like an affirmative consent jam, I feel like, right? It's like, <laughs> me voy pa mi casa, pero si quiere voy pa la tuya, you know? Like, it's like, si quiere, you it's know? like boys to men, I'll make love to you if you want me to. Yeah. And I'll never let go like, until no you tell pressure. me to. <laughs> yeah. No pressure, pero si quiere, me voy pa tu okay. casa, you know? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's true. Like, the party's over. I'm going home, unless you want me to go <laughs> unless home Unless you're you. not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate yeah, that. I appreciate it, It too. seems like very low stakes hitting on. Yeah. I think, because I feel like, I feel like when there's all these conversations about, like, you know, especially, like, in the, quote, unquote, in the wake of Me Too, I sort of hate that phrase, but, like, people are like, can, you know, like, how are you supposed to hit on people? It's like... There needs to be literally no pressure. That means you can't be somebody's boss. That means like you can. They always have a way out that's easy, and you know it. That yeah. means like don't be mad if they say it no. Just or yeah, if you're it upset, means that you know, like take care of your own feelings to say no. Don't put them on them. It's okay to feel rejected. <laughs> yeah, just don't. That's yours to take care of, not theirs. You know. 
like, it doesn't mean you can't ever hit on somebody again. It just needs to mean you're not an asshole about it. And this is a very clear example yeah. of that for no me. Games. You know, it's like, I'm going to go home. But no should you want me to come home with you? No games 2019. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it's, it's so really good. yeah. Shout out whoever, um, sabe, you know, right? posted this, mm-hmm. but it's from um, an album in 2017. He has an album. It was his debut album. It's called Terapia, mm-hmm. and um, it's you know it's like funk and Cuban rhythms and Afro pop, as you can sort of hear from this song. Um, and one thing that I thought was cool, I went to his website and he describes himself as a cimarron, which, um, is a concept we've talked about here yeah. on this podcast briefly, which is the cimarron communities were communities of escaped slaves that like hid in the mountains and the woods in different places in, um, in places in, uh, the Americas that had slaves and they had these like whole secret like villages and societies, mm-hmm. right? Well, secret from slave owners, obviously, right? I think like slaves knew about these places and like, but they were um, hard to get to, like, physically and also, like, to find out about them, right? Because right? they, they had yeah. to be secret. Right. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure if it's, like, on the website, it wasn't clear if that was, like, this is literally my ancestry or if he just spiritually identifies mm-hmm. with that as, like, a black man that, like, is, like, free and, like, that's, like, who he looks to for, like, you know, identification right. or whatever. Right. But. You know, I think either way, that's really cool. And, um, you know, he talks about just being interested in black music and catchy beats. And, right. you know, I just, this is just warming my soul in this cold, cold moment. Mm. January. Yeah. I mean, here's the good news, though. The days are getting longer. Oh, my God. I saw, I was looking on the calendar. I don't know. I was like a few, a couple of months ahead looking at my calendar scheduling some shit and I saw that daylight savings is going to resume in, you know, like the date. And I was like, it's not so long. Not so long. That's really, it's not so long until we get to daylight savings time. It's March. It's like only a couple months. Yeah. And like, I mean, as soon as we hit like just before Christmas, the days are already getting longer and you can feel it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah it just, it's, it does a lot for my mental health. I think the day is getting shorter really bums me out yeah. yeah there's something kind of hopeful about adding time to the day you know yeah yeah, yeah. I'm glad that it happened so early because like even if it's still winter like we're still in the middle of winter at least there's like that feeling of more light mm-hmm. yeah yep mm-hmm. it's real I really want you in the future to schedule yourself like I guess you were just in Mexico so you did have like a tropical vacation in the middle of winter I did did that help I did it did. It does help. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I might, um, and I went to Miami also right before right, I went right. to Mexico. You have a new, um, you know, niece or nephew. Yeah. Yeah. My cousin had a baby. Shout out Alaya. Mm-hmm. She's very so you cute. Have a baby yeah. Cousin. Yeah. I mean, she's basically my sobrina because yeah. this cousin of mine is like, he's like my brother. We're very mm-hmm. close. We grew up together and, um, and so like, you know, my sisters ain't trying to have kids. So she's my sodi. Now mm. she's the one I got. Nice. <laughs> so you like babies? I was very excited. Yeah. I like babies. Nice. I don't think I've ever seen I like babies baby. that I, yeah, I like babies. I think they're very cute. I, I think, um, especially the ones that I can give back, you know, yeah. I think that they're great. Yeah. Um, I love little babies, um, newborns usually, cause this is a thing I went to see her and she was a newborn and I was like, you know, newborns aren't very cute. Usually they're just like weird little worms, mm-hmm. uh, but she's very cute. Yeah. I was impressed. Yeah. I think they're um, cuter when you're related to them. 
Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's like a probably. Thing. <laughs> but yeah. There is, you know, maybe but this one I is think, actually cuter. I'll give, I'll give you this. You know, when they fill out a little bit, they get some cheeks mm-hmm. and they get those little thigh meats. They get like the breastfeeding Ooh. rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's my favorite yeah. level of baby. I love babies. I'm so... my f- Like circa eight months. I'm like... That's what's up. There's a lot of my friends like trying to get pregnant right now and I'm just like waiting for the baby boom. I'm like so here for it. I'm like, give me all the babies. I will totally hang out with your baby. Mm-hmm. Love yeah, I love babies. Also, shout out our friend Stephanie Rodriguez, oh, yeah. who just, just had, had a, baby. a baby. Did you go to that baby yeah. shower? I couldn't oh go God, to that baby shower because I was so out of town. Extra. It was so great. It looked so extra. It was amazing. It looked it like looked a wedding. Amazing. It looked like a wedding. Yeah, I was like, that's what baby showers are like these days. I mean, but not. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Latinos do it up. Like I don't think that's absolutely. I mean, there was like. I mean, I, That's I, was, what I, mean. I wasn't, yeah, right. I wasn't there t- to be clear. Like I love Stephanie, but we're not, I don't live in New York. We're not, we're not that close, but, um, just from the Instagram, I mean, like there was like, you know, a reception hall and like tablecloths and like, a yeah, whole thing. yeah. Like, it was not to me, a baby shower is like in somebody's living room. <laughs> like this was like, this was, it was beautiful. She had like a gown. No. So yeah, it was an event. Latinos it, I was really sad to miss it. There. Baby showers. Yeah. I was out of town, beautiful. but um, but yeah, I was sad that I had to decline my invitation, but she's a month old now, Aww. or he's a month old now, this baby. And yeah, shout out baby. <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Well, that was our last Menito. Yes, We've been doing this for what? so like much. Two years? Year and a half? Something this, like that. Well, no 29. Sense. This is our 29th Menito, so. Yeah. So for. Like two a month. 60 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shit. That's over a All year. Right. That's a minute. Slightly over a year. That's a minute. Yeah. So thank you so much for doing this. Again, we have a short little survey about just your format preferences, just some Radio Menea stuff that um, we would love some feedback from you on if you have some time. It's pretty short. Um, look for that in the show notes. And uh, thanks again for listening, for sticking through it with us. Um, We love you. Yeah, we love you. And don't worry, we'll be back next week and the week after that with more content about the Latinx artists that you and we love. Hasta la próxima. Bye. Una vez que me muero por ti Shorty, shorty Y sin ti no podría existir Shorty, shorty Baby girl, you look so fine Shorty, shorty Baby girl, you know my mind Shorty, shorty Una vez que me muero por ti Shorty, shorty Y sin ti no podría existir